Hey, you guys, I made it to Huntington Beach, California, and I'm very excited to share what I have to share today. But before we go into it, guess what? I have a very special moment to share with all of you, and it is that we have our very first podcast sponsor. You know, in all truth and all honesty, I've had a lot of people hit me up to become a sponsor of the Own Your Hustle podcast, and it's never felt right. You know, I definitely don't want to become one of those podcasts that just like shouts out a whole bunch of different brands. If it doesn't relate to you guys, if it doesn't come back to the core of who we are, that is side hustlers, those of us that are really wanting to start our businesses, early stage entrepreneurs that are just wanting to move the needle and move forward in creating something out there to the world that's so linked to our core message. And this is why when Ventra IP and .co came to me, it made a lot of sense. The reason being is that I started my side hustle all those years ago, but what made it really super tangible was having a website and having my own domain name. Are you guys getting what I'm saying here? It wasn't until I started to have that that I felt really open for business. And to this day, I get a lot of people who say to me, why did you pick .co? Why not .com or .net or .au? And for me, it's just because it was easy. I was working in tech startups at the time and Honestly, all the cool kids in tech had a .co domain name. It was memorable. It was short. It was also awesome because it meant that I had more of a global presence rather than just going with a .au. And it was awesome because I found Ruby Lee. I found Own Your Hustle. Like it was easy. So if you're wondering, you know, where do you start and how do you begin with this whole website thing, go and check out the link in the show notes below because at the moment I'm working with .co and Ventra IP to promote the .co domain. So use CO90 to get your .co for just $3.95. And I'm very excited to hear from you guys, whether you go ahead and use this code and how you feel after you secure your domain name. It literally feels like, yep, game on, I'm in. So thank you so much for sponsoring this episode, .co and Venture IP. And let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Own Your Hustle podcast. My name is Ruby Lee. I'm a side hustle coach, entrepreneur, and all the energy you need to turn your idea into freedom. Here's a little something about me. I was once nearly fired for having a side hustle, and today I dedicate my life and business to enabling early stage entrepreneurs everywhere to create options in their career and abundance on their own terms, some while still balancing a day job. Side hustlers are the future of work, and I am unapologetic for our ambition. From working through your 100 ideas to creating a successful sideline business, I'll share my own experiences, practical tips, and help you crush through those mindset blockers. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. I am week six with my LinkedIn brand bosses at the moment. And last week we talked all about how to really grow your presence on multiple platforms whilst using LinkedIn to bolster that. Now, one of the questions I had was from one of my amazing clients and she asked me something that I think is going to be uh, the springboard for today's episode. And the question was, I'm actually promoting my program consistently for the first time, which is very exciting. And I'm getting over that fear. Oh yeah. Can't we just all resonate with that? Promoting your program for the first time. I do feel like it may be falling on cricket ears though. What do you do when you can't say stuff like my top 10 is selling out? 
in brackets, well, actually, my assumption is that people aren't buying because of this. So more concisely, what would you do slash can you do when there's just crickets out there? Hey, my loves, I'm ready to get stuck into today's topic all about what it really takes to sell your courses. You know, in the last 15 months, I have created get this, 28 masterclasses, both free and paid. I've been a busy lady. Six courses, so six signature courses, and three bundles. Now, with all of this experience comes a lot of good and well, a lot of tear out the hair, scream into the pillow, rock myself in the corner kind of moments. I have been there and I'd love to be like, oh, it gets easier. The more you release stuff out there, it gets easier. And you learn to just release it and you just learn to surrender. Uh, I really wish that it would just come naturally to me. But there are times, and I think this is because we're such passionate entrepreneurs, we get very linked, right, to what we're putting out there to the world. And, you know, it's easy to directly feel as though the response rate that you're getting from others out there is linked to your self-worth, right? We can work through those things. We can work through it. Come on. So let me just talk you through some of the good. The good is I have had over 200 students go through my programs and my courses. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. The good is, is that I've been able to grow a multiple six-figure business from it so grateful. The good is I love what I get to do every day. Despite those tear out the hair moments, I love it. I love it. I live for it. Okay. And the good is that I'm able to freely create and make magic happen, change lives and have so much fun in the process, travel the world and all of that. The not so good, let's call it the bad for this instance, is sometimes it feels like nobody is listening, no one's watching. There's crickets, tumbleweeds. The bad is when you feel burnt out. You sometimes might resort to, if no one's hearing me, maybe I just need to shout a lot louder. And then it exudes more energy, but the wrong kind of energy and you burn out. And the bad is when after hours of creating something, there are no sales, the sales are low. And from a perspective of, oh my gosh, this is not paying off, you give up. Now, you learn a lot of things in the bad moments, right? One thing you learn is that the bad moments are the good moments. It took me a while to work this bit out, right? This didn't come to me, obviously. When I started, I had to dig really deep to find that resilience to get up and try again. You know, my first course was a huge flop, massive flop. It was called 14 days to find your perfect job. And I thought, wow, I've created an asset that's here to make me millions of dollars, throw me into the spotlight and set thousands of souls on fire. This is it. The reality though, dun, 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 zero sales, a deflated ego, a funky attitude towards the universe. You know, I actually got really angry at the universe. I asked for a way out of my nine to five. I had spent two weeks every single night chipping away at creating this online course. And not just me, Michael as well. We both worked in tandem to get this sucker up and running. I journaled about the course being the very thing that would leapfrog me into the online entrepreneur space. I meditated on people buying the course. I visualized the crap out of it and people get Getting so much value from enrolling into my course and yet nobody bought it. 
One of the best descriptions I've heard about the law of attraction is from a newfound spirit guru of mine. His name is Eric Ho. Go and look him up. Shout out, Eric, if this somehow finds you. I freaking love your stuff. I'm actually obsessed. And he's now my go-to manifestation and law of attraction coach. I love the way that he talks about it because he comes at it from a very investor perspective as well. He's done very well in his career. He's now an investor to a lot of startups, but he just has such a Zen about him, you know, like he wears those yoga pants around everywhere. And oh, I just, I love his energy and his essence. Now he explains the law of attraction like this. And I think this is important to talk about law of attraction first, as you're wanting people to see your course and to be more visible and to see what you have on offer. To me, it comes back to the law of attraction. So here's how he explains it. I'm going to try and do my best. He says, so you put in an order into Amazon and you pick your item from the online store, and you might even ask for it to come express. So you might have Amazon Prime, for example. Now, a few days later, the item arrives. Now, it's not the item that arrives on its own, right? Think about it. You might get Postman Sam, deliver it to your office reception, and your office receptionist signs on your behalf and actually collects the parcel. They give you a call and let you know that it's arrived. I know that used to happen in my office and they used to say, hey, come to the front desk or I would get an email pop up saying a package has arrived for you and cool. So the person delivering it to you is part of the process, right? It's not just the item that you've ordered. You've actually put into play a process. This is such a tangible thing, you guys, like thinking about it this way. And, you know, you hear a lot of uh, manifestation and mindset peeps out there say, trust the process, trust the process. But it's so hard to actually think about what they mean by that when it's very spiritual and very out there and it's things unseen. This is such a good example of what the process looks like. So your item is sitting at reception and you suddenly realize that they hand over this box to you. Now, you know what's in the box, but at the same time, it's not like you ordered the packaging. You didn't order the box, but it's just very surface level. You know what is inside the box because you put the order in, but the box is also part of the process. When you unbox the item, you have paper, you have padding, some kind of environmentally sustainable fluff, hopefully, that keeps your item from being damaged and hurt. Now, all of these peripheral items are a part of the process and the way that the item gets to you. So bringing it back, right, I was upset that I didn't make any sales. I had manifested a way out of my nine to five to start my online business. The universe gave me Postman Sam. I hadn't even begun to open the box yet, but I was already questioning the process. I was already saying, this isn't what I ordered. I didn't order Postman Sam. I didn't order this big, ugly box with stamps all over it and weird writing that goes through the postal process. What is this? This is not what I ordered. It's lucky though, that I had some beautiful people surrounding me, including my husband, including some of my best friends who said, Rubes, Check yourself, girl. Check it. Because if you recognize it early on, right, you can see through it. My husband actually said to me, don't worry, babe. Don't worry about it. 
we'll just create the next course, right? We've learned a lot from this process. There are some things that we probably could have done differently, you know, and we can test. We can test different things out, test things like pricing and how we're putting things out there with the world. So I wanted to just make that point, right? Check in with what you're calling in and be open to the form that it comes in. The people that are around you that are delivering that message to you, they might not be the direct person that's going to help you bring your manifestation to life, but they are certainly a big, big part of that process. For me, that box was 14 days to find your perfect job. It wasn't quite where I was, you know, what I was meant to be doing for the universe to go, there it is, like, here it is. This is the life that you wanted. It took a few more goes. It took a few more layers for me to unwrap, for me to actually get to the core of what I was actually ordering. Okay, so I'm going to give you a top 10 quick fire tips kind of section here to help you boost your core sales and what I've learned since finding my success in putting courses out there and now having multiple five-figure launches and always filling up my seats every single time I put a digital course out there. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Number one, create bonuses. That always helps. So I'm not someone to advise you to discount and to cut heaps off your pricing, but I'm here to say, try bonuses, try doing an audio recording, an additional video uh, tutorial that you can film on the side. Maybe it's, you've already become a speaker and they can access a video of you speaking on a certain topic. What bonuses can you create to go alongside your course? Create a launch plan. Now, this is something that if you have been being a part of my journey for some time, you will know that this strategic side to me has really started to come out since I started growing my business more seriously. And, you know, I used to always just think, oh, well, I'm just going to put whatever is out there and whatever downloads I get from the universe, I'm going to just put it out there. And whilst that was awesome, don't get me wrong, I used to have pretty solid four-figure launches. I used to have like 5K launches and 6K launches. It wasn't until I created a launch plan, launch plan, a launch plan and a strategy that actually got me to create five-figure launches, then multiple five-figure launches. My biggest launch ever has been like $47,000 because I put a launch plan into play. Time-bound marketing works. It does. What I mean by this is the old sales mindset, scarcity marketing, meaning that, yes, when you put something out there, give it a time frame, right? If you just constantly have something open forever in a day, even if it is a passive course and you're like, hey, you know, this course is always open. No one is going to buy it. As humans, we respond to urgency. Think about ways that you can create that in your course launch. Set your limit and container for each course. This is another strategy that works really well. Setting your limit could be there are 10 spots, there are 15 spots, there are 100 places, right? So depending on how many people you want to work with and how many people you want to give back to with each course, free or paid, whatever it is, set your container. Number five, 
clear your energy and show up with intention. Now, what I mean by this is I ran a rituals masterclass in the Own Your Hustle VIP site, and I talked all about my own personal rituals every time I posted something or every time I went to launch. In fact, if you join the Own Your Hustle free Facebook group, I have a live stream in there, which which talks about my end of month process and how I really set up my next month from a ritual perspective to gain clarity on my business and to help me launch all the right things. I go really deep into my journaling, my meditation, my crystals, the colors, the chakras, everything. So if you're into spirituality and business, that's an awesome live stream to go and watch. But what I mean about clearing your energy is that when you're constantly in that hustle mode um, and you're just like, yep, cool, next, yep, cool, next, next, next launch, next launch, you kind of forget to center. Mm, I've been very guilty of this. I've been very guilty of this. And I get kind of like really obsessed with my next launch and I forget to come back, come back to me and come back, come back to listening to what you want from me as well. When I started putting that into play, my business grew even more. So clear your energy, however that works for you. Number six, talk about it's everywhere. Talk about your course launch everywhere and many times, right? Generally, a seven to 10 day launch is a lot. After this time, like a two week launch or even longer than that, it gets pretty hectic. And it also gets really boring for you to keep saying it over and over again. And it gets boring for everybody else listening to it. But if you contain, let's say, um, everything that you want to say in seven days or 10 days, that's often a really nice amount of time to launch a course. But I mean, like seven to 10 days, you are on everything you do in your business is pouring into this launch, not just mentioning it once over the 10 days and then hoping that someone comes to you and your registration uh, page in that 10 day period. I'm talking like every day you are doing the work. You're showing up on your live streams. You're posting every day. You're maybe doing podcast um, guest interviews that promotes the course. You're showing up on LinkedIn video, all of that, right? Like I'm talking, it's a launch race. They didn't call it a race for no reason. It's like you are racing against like your own energy. And oh, I love it. There's so much adrenaline that goes behind a launch race. I freaking live for it. That's what I mean, you guys. Since that first time of having a failed course launch, now I'm just like, yes, bring it on. So me and my team, always just like, yes, like what is next? And Sophie, my VA is always like, cool. Like what sales copy can I get out there? Or what Instagram stories can I help you like repurpose? And Mike's always like massively in the background, answering questions, doing membership site um, tests and things like that. Payment plans. Like we are on as a team and I love that energy every single launch. Uh, Number seven, very relatable to that is get onto podcasts and other platforms to share your personal brand. So this is work that's not necessarily done in the launch race, because if you're wanting to get something out there and you've got a 10 day open period, many a time podcasts have their own schedules. So you're not going to be able to launch at the time of the podcast recording, right? Like I know for me, I have guests that are lined up for the next like two to three months. I was on another podcast interview this morning and he said to me, uh, that I probably won't be on until like the end, mid, mid fall, which is like, you know, here in the U S it's like, you know, October or something like that. So, you know, it's a long runway. So don't, don't just rely on podcasts to promote your stuff, but create 
a runway for your personal brand to be known to be seen so that people can come to you, see what you're doing, and it's the long play, right? Because the next time you launch it and they've already been following you for two to three months, they're there, they're ready, they're open to receiving what you have on offer. Number eight, invest into some boosted posts and some paid ads. From time to time, I will, you know, chuck in some ad, um, ad revenue, some ad money into Facebook, for example, or Instagram. I might boost a post, $500 here, $1,000 there. Uh, Mike might run some more um, full-on campaigns. We actually just started hiring a Facebook ads manager as a bit of a trial. So I'll let you know how we go with that. And it's cool because I will be able to talk to you a little bit more about what that means for the business. But, you know, if you've got a bit of spare cash and you're wondering, okay, where can I strategically put this towards the business, consider some ads and consider it during during launch period. Uh, Number nine, consider affiliates. Now, I only just started doing affiliate marketing, meaning that Every time that I launch a big course, so LinkedIn Brand Boss, for example, I had an affiliate relationship with two to three affiliates and they got 50% of the course fee to them and then 50% went to me. So it's a pretty sweet deal, right? Like if someone signs up to one of my courses, which is let's say $3,000 to $5,000, my affiliates will get $2,500 US just for promoting my course and for having someone sign up through their link. So it's very lucrative and you know, you can also consider this as an income stream for you and your business. I'm not an affiliate for anyone else at this stage, but I have three or four affiliates that I know and trust and will promote my work for me. So that's really lovely. It's a nice way to, you know, boost your current sales. Number nine, sorry, number 10, last one, I'm losing my numbers is, this is it. Are you ready? Massive. Go live every day of your launch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every day of your launch, go live, even if it's for 10 minutes. I'll tell you why this is, right? I'm not even kidding. Every time I go live, I usually go live into the Own Your Hustle free Facebook group or I go live into my Instagram page. Every time I go live, sales are made. I'm not even kidding. It's like they see me talking about the program, they feel the energy and they love it. They love how much time I've spent building it and how much heart goes into it. There is no better way to promote your courses than for others to see you in your live element and your live energy. Now, one big thing that is very new to me that I have never experienced is actually selling on stage live. I will be experiencing this in Atlanta, Georgia, when I am a main speaker at the up and coming event, um, which I'll tell you all about. Uh, But basically, they've given me a platform to sell live on stage after my talk itself. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. so fine with live streams now. And I'm so grateful that I put that into play almost a year ago. Once you start getting used to live uh, selling in your live streams and talking about what you've got going on on your live streams, once you start to become a speaker and you're given this audience, this live audience to work with, like in-person audience, it's a whole level and game up. So anyway, that's another topic for another day. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode about 
what to do if you feel like your course launches and the things that you're putting out there to the world for the very first time is falling on cricket ears. I do hope one of these 10 tips has really helped you see things differently. And also, I think the intention here is to almost kick your ass a little bit, you know, give you, kick you into gear almost. It's like, oh, I'm sure many of you have gone, oh, I've done none of those 10 things. Thanks, Rubes. Like, I need to do at least one of them. Right. That's what I want from you guys. Right. And the other thing as well is, you know, if you have done all 10, then it's almost like, okay, let's just take a bird's eye view and let's look at what is it like? Let's check in with, is it your belief in the thing that you're wanting to put out there to the world? Is it that you are just not showing up, you know, with full energy? Is it something else? You know, there's going to be something more deeper, something more spiritual for sure. There'll be something, some sort of energy blocker there. But regardless of all of this, I hope you enjoyed it. What I'd love for you guys to do is to take a screenshot of this podcast and let me know which of the points really stood out to you and tag me on Instagram at underscore Ruby Lee underscore. And let me know which is the point that actually made you go ding, 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 ding. That's what I have not been doing. And I'm going to put that into play. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I shall see you next time. And remember, you can absolutely own your hustle. Love you guys. Cheers from Huntington Beach.